Who I am. Mm, so my name first is uh, Mercedes Dassi, as you say. I just say it now with my French accent. Um, and um, I'm a dancer, choreographer, performer in Brussels and from Brussels. And um, yeah, I'm I'm working on uh, different pieces of mine. So. I, I, I first started as a dancer, so for other choreographers, and quite fast I wanted to move on to the choreographical parts of the work. Um, and I started to do that in a few years ago, so in 2014-15, something like this. It took, of course, a bit of time before before it come it came to the light of day because it's always hard to start somehow to be recognized at still at, at least or or to yeah to get a bit of a, a light. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I started it and I liked it a lot, and that's now my main um, activity as an artist so being like creating pieces and I still keep on dance for other choreographers but uh, yeah the main acts of my work is more like creating uh, yes it became quite uh, clear quite fast maybe not in the first piece um, but from the second on, which actually became the first official one for production reason, but whatever, it became quite uh, fast clear that I really have an um, interest in treating social uh, or political questions in my work. So uh, I never start from movement research or from abstract concepts or from mathematics or a music partition or I don't know like all these ways you can start a dance piece from but it always starts more from yeah real question that I have as a as a human as a citizen as a woman as an artist as a whatever parameter of my identity I have and um, and then of course in parallel of those questionings there is movement research and aesthetic research but until now it's always quite uh, um, yeah political questioning somehow and then people uh, somehow yes I mean it, some some pieces are more connected to the body than others some others are more connected to the thoughts or, or 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 the situation I am in, but of course um, all the choices I do are somehow consciously, consciously or not political. Like everything becomes political if you start to engage yourself. Yeah, mm, there 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 are some different ones, but the. Um, the, the my two my two solos because I actually so I have three pieces uh, behind me now and one is a co-creation with another artist and it's kind of the first piece even though 
it became officially the second one. And so I'm going to focus more maybe on my two uh, own ones, let's say, because there I'm, I'm really the, 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 the full creator. And so I, I can really more speak in my name, but, um, these two first solos are, are, are quite connected, even though they focus on different things, but things that, um, are, the source of each other somehow. So the, the, in the first piece, which is called Eiklit, I was really focusing on, um, a new wave of feminism, or if wave is not the good word, at least a new, uh, way, uh, that young feminists, uh, were acting or, uh, expressing or, yeah, their, their aesthetic, their, their things. Um, so it was about, yeah, let's say contemporary feminism, but in this wave, if I can say, um, there's a strong relation to body, female body and sexuality and, and pop culture. And so my focus was on, in a more global way, was there really well on the female body and on the female sexuality and on everything that gravitates around the subjects in our uh, society. And the second pieces uh, was much more focused on thoughts and inner chaos when you think and overthink about uh, everything in a global way. So further than my condition of woman or the condition of women in general, but really the whole system that is around us and the whole system that treats us in certain ways. So the first one was really much more about the the under part of our bodies and the other one was much more connected to the upper parts of our body somehow, somehow. It's the whole big work of this kind of pieces, of course. <laughs> um, and it was, and it was um, a bit easier in the first piece as it was about the body. So it was just uh, easy somehow to just let it express itself after, after some brainwashes. And, and then I, I would just like use some uh, music like pop music that that uh, that I would like, and then I would just actually just dance on it, um, which was kind of easy because I was talking about pop culture and the 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 icon of the singer was really present in the first piece, so it was really easy to just let myself go and for sure putting some music with my body dancing which was uh, full of all the thoughts I had, was kind of easy. So I kind of just improvised a lot on pop music and, and images came. Um, but also one way of me for working, which is really present, is that I have a lot of... Um, visions somehow, not like divine visions, even though maybe we can see it like this, but I have images that come to my mind um, and that I just try to recreate. And I don't know how these images and how these visions come to me, but I guess it's just 
uh, it's just a reaction to seeing and receiving a lot of information when I'm looking for them or when I'm just aware of uh, everything that can be inspiring for me. And then somehow my memory works and then uh, it works in the night and then I wake up and then I have visions or I listen to music and I have visions and then I just try to recreate these uh, scenes. So I also used that technique a lot in the first piece, but I had to use it even more for the second one because for the second one, um, every time I would try to dance, it really sounds and looked fake because there the work was even harder to transform my thoughts into movement as the thoughts were about the thoughts somehow. <laughs> so I had to really understand what was somehow the emotional uh, and affective uh, states that I was in with my body to understand how I was supposed to move. But of course, then the second piece is a bit less physical than the first one, even though it is still. But yeah, there for the second one, I had to use more of my visions and intuitions and and uh, visual uh, uh, indicators that I had. Um because it was less easy to just say, okay, I'm just going to put a music in and improvise on it, because it was really not about um, dance. Yes, I think I need to, yeah, to stock a lot of information, uh, either actively, so I'm looking for stuff, I'm reading stuff, I'm watching stuff, either just um, having my little antennas really deployed and so anywhere in the street in the conversation on internet i just uh, uh download uh unconsciously everything and then all of these uh uh filters in me and then it's somewhere in my memory and then it's digested and it comes out under the form of a let's say a vision <laughs> i love to say that <laughs> yeah yeah, um, so it's indeed sometimes uh, just one layer, as you say. So I maybe just listen to a music in the bus and then I'm like, oh my God, this song has to be in the show. It makes so much sense. And I never realized it before, though I listened to it a hundred times. But maybe regarding the different uh, steps of the process I'm at, then I listen to things differently and I see things differently. So sometimes it can just be a music or indeed a a part of the costume or something like this. But sometimes I really have a whole scene. So I really have a whole scene with props, costumes, type of sound, uh, type of um, uh, uh, theatrical presence or type of movement. Um and for the second piece, I had this a lot, like one night I had an insomnia and then I had to wake up and I had seven ideas of scenes with everything. So I write it down in a notebook and then uh, when the creation starts, I have all my team around and I say, voila, <laughs> we're going to try to make <laughs> all these seven scenes that I imagine. And sometimes it's something very short, so it's really just an image she comes out of a plastic sofa and there is the sound of a bird and then she changed costume. 
that, that can be just this or that can be so much something much more longer depends and then we are just trying them so we work uh, to prepare to be ready to make one of these scenes and most of the times it really sucks but sometimes it works or sometimes it's really bad but there is one thing that is interesting and then and then i know that i can work on developing one of these interesting little uh, little pearl that 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 is there um somehow i really trust my instinct and i really don't know if i have a good one but i hope so and i kind of don't lose so much time when I feel like no, it's gonna, it's not gonna work. That's for sure. Like sometimes it's clear for me it's not gonna work, and I never feel the need to pers persevere. Do you say that in English? To to dig it more. So there, it might be that there are many things that I've lost that maybe if I had worked on it uh, more or deeper or longer, I would have discovered stuff. That's maybe true. But I somehow I somehow it's maybe a bit uh, uh, pretentious to say that. But in the first weeks of the creation, I have so many ideas that anyway I know I can kill a lot of um, darlings that I would not have seen as darling because there will be so many others that. Um, Voilà. But sometimes it also happens that I see something and I'm sure it's going to work and I hold on it for a long time and then it doesn't work and I have to admit it at some point or it works but not for not for that piece. That happens also but somehow I kind of um, I kind of sort the things out quite fast because I don't have so much patience and so much um, discipline at the same way that I actually have a lot of patience and a lot of disciplines. But yeah, I choose when I have and when I don't want to have some. <laughs> voilà. Yeah. So two very different paradoxal things uh, because at the same time I'm enjoying so much to do nothing because I have the the luxury to be in that kind of position. I don't know for how long, but for now I'm very comfortable and I was anyway supposed to be on a vacation now uh, after um, having been working for like I, I've been working very hardly for um, many many months so I was really 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 waiting for this pause which I'm having now and it's just a bit more intense than what it was supposed to be so it's kind of cool for me uh, so uh, nowadays I'm thinking that I never want to work again <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna last long because somehow I also feel that I'm really missing dancing but now I'm missing it more like in a way of having a dancing party with friends somehow not so much um, being super busy with structures and sense but at the same time these uh, very calm times gave me time to write about ideas that that came that started to come to me at the end of my last creation because it's in general when I'm the more 
active that I'm also the more creative and having more new ideas for new stuff. So, sorry, at the end of the last creation, I started to have new ideas for a new piece, which I was very surprised of because I was so tired for the last piece that I really thought that I would be dry forever and never have new ideas anymore, ever. But actually it came back. And I had new ideas. <laughs> so I started to have new ideas a few, few months ago, like two months ago. And this time I have now uh, allowed me to just write them black on white. So I did that. And of course, and somehow it's very secret, but I'm going to tell you. <laughs> it, it, it goes around... Uh, the notion of rupture. Uh, so, yeah, that's a bit what I'm busy right now. And I'm reading a book of Starhawk, which uh, talks about dreaming the obscure and magic and politics and women. Voilà. Yeah, of course. I, I think it's a, it's a bit of a, a ping pong, a ping pong play because also, I mean, it happens the same way with me. Uh, sometimes I start in the studio doing really whatever, and then I think, and then I go back to the studio, and then I write a whole dossier, and then I go back to the studio, and then the creation starts, and then I'm talking for hours with my dramaturge, and then I go back to the studio. Like, it's, it's really... I'm a bit of in a double state. The first one is that I never want to work again because I'm enjoying so much to do nothing. Um, uh, and it's probably also uh, because I was actually supposed to be on holidays or unemployed, both works. Um, and so I really enjoy the the rest and the the, the nothing. It's really I, I'm a, I'm a very active person, but also. Uh, uh, a nothing person <laughs> at least I have really no problem with that and I, my natural uh, sleep rhythm is to sleep 10 to 12 hours a night so I can do it and it makes me really really happy but at the same time uh, I spent some of this uh, this nothing time to write a bit about a next project I maybe want to um, start working on and Actually, the ideas uh, came to me not in this break, but more at the end of my last creation because it often works more like this that I I'm I'm more creative while I am active. So um, even though I thought my last piece was going to be the last one ever because I felt so dry and so tired that I never thought I could. Uh, have ideas again uh, it came anyway and new ideas came to my mind and now I could um, in this in this holiday let's say uh, I could take time to write them down which which of course structures a bit my thoughts um, and I can't say much about it now because it's very 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 fresh and new but it, I think it's gonna gravitate around the notion of rupture rupture in many kind of ways so rupture in a 
relational way, in a political way, in a rhythmical way, rupture with our, um, like how to break up with habits or behaviors of uh, relation we have that we actually don't want to don't want to continue but that we do because it's probably much more um scary what to not know what's gonna follow and i really see it now in a broad way in a way that you can project it's the way you want so to me it's a lot about my my still again about my 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 situation as a citizen in a very specific system that i don't agree on many points with but that i'm still really really part of and i can see it a bit as a toxic relationship that i'm afraid to break up because i first of all don't know how to break it up and don't know what's gonna come after but it can also be about many things about the same kind of shit that you have with a person or that you have with yourself or that you have with and I still don't know how I'm gonna transpose it <laughs> choreographically but it's it's okay <laughs> a way that um, I think uh, 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 resume no I don't say that that describes let's say my work in a certain way because um I think after all I said, it's kind of clear that uh, the the work is always based on political thoughts or social thoughts I have that I'm trying to prolong with my body, which is on a stage, which is a great place also to work on visuals because people are going to watch you for a little hour um so somehow yeah there there is really a track an intellectual track somehow but a physical and choreo choreographic way to embody it and then um all of this is also presented uh through a, 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 a with uh, an importance on aesthetics and and visuals and what you're gonna see um, extra than this body moving or not moving somehow. Also, the 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 sound, which is also a bit somehow kind of an aesthetic or not. I don't know. I'm not a sound uh, philosopher, but <laughs> there's also a very big importance on sound and music in all my pieces. It depends both, but, uh, and I actually never put words on it, but I think the first and the first, uh, the first uh, scenario is kind of the major one because I actually realized in my last piece that, um, I was doing kind of a mistake, uh, which was that I was at the same time thinking the piece choreographically and sound wise. So I was kind of, asking my sound creator to to collect and to create a lot of um, sounds and s landscapes and uh, 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 little uh, assembling. But at one point I realized that I could not make in and a sound piece and a choreographical piece uh, at the same time. Like the sound... The sound was taking a place 
that it was not really supposed to be, but I think it's because I'm, I really love sound. I really love music and I really love sound. And so I kind of get too excited, um, by the, the power of sound somehow. But it was, I say it was a bit of a mistake because then it was taking too much space and it was really, um, taking over everything else. And so the rest was losing its, uh, needed space. So we worked on it and we, we, we reestablished the, the different relations, the different, um, member of the team have to have towards the work. But I think it just revealed that, um, yeah, the, the, it just revealed the, the power of sound. I, I see, I hear, and I, I, um, yeah. I, I think the sound is very powerful and I think I need the sound to tell a lot of things to the audience. So somehow I love sound for what it does to the audience. But also, of course, when, of, also, of course, to me. But, but some, some things, some, some sound things are more for the audience. Some other are also really much for me, but it's not so much about what the sound makes to the body. No. Indeed. Well, it was maybe just a first a translation mistake <laughs> because uh, we don't we don't really have a French word for mainstream, and so we say culture de masse, uh, or we just say uh, le mainstream. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and and I, I I get what you say. It, 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 it's not, I mean, the word is not chosen for nothing. It's, uh, it indeed, uh, concerns the mass, which is us. Yeah. I think this notion of mass is indeed present in different places because the one that you are explaining right now is, 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 uh, is, uh, great. And then, uh, we were talking about, for, first we were talking about mass culture. So, more this mass that is around us and that we are at the same time. And then also all the mass that we carry, which is super important. And I guess uh, that's also from there that ideas come from. We carry a lot uh, consciously and unconsciously and then we behave a certain way and have ideas in a certain way and want to go a certain way because of this mass that we carry. It was really, it was really a key for Eichlitz and this first piece because that's a bit the whole point, I guess, um, uh, of, of this, this, yeah, this ultra sexualized and ultra connected wave of, uh, feminisms. Um, because it's taking back all the codes of, uh, objectifying female body and sexualize the female body. And at the same time, uh, uh, make, making it a taboo and something still that we don't really want to talk about and take in account. But at the same time is totally, um, uh, yeah, made as an object of desire. And the whole point of this wave of feminist is to, um, to reappropriate uh, this and to yeah to to make it uh, theirs or ours if I can say and and to play with these notions of object and subject which which is some, somehow a very uh, philosophical um, 
way to think the stuff, but it's really concretely there in this way, in this wave. And I loved it. Uh, I think it's super interesting and um, it was the whole point because somehow when you're on stage, you're a bit in this, in this same uh, relation. Yes. Yeah. Somehow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There is many ways of being an object and a subject um, as a, as a girl, first of all, but also as a performer for sure. And also even more, if you are your own performer, somehow you, not not that a performer is for sure the object of the creator i hope not i mean it happens a lot but that's not the point but um that's the thing when you when you choose to be your own object and subject at the same time it's very it's cool it's amusing <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i just know <laughs> I, I mean, I think somehow we are all uh, unique and having our own experience with which fabricates us and with our tastes and desire. And we are not all marked by the same things, but still we are part of the same mass and we have uh, very different histories, but also common history and even more now with a, with a, um, Mondialization, how you say that? Globalization. Uh, we even share even more things that we are maybe not really supposed to share. So somehow there's a, there's a, and also we, all, we anyway all come, all come from the same, uh, faraway ancestors. So we share a lot of things. And I think there are some things that can mark us almost all. Uh, because it comes, it comes touch, it comes to touch some, something just of the human psychology or I don't know. Now I'm really doing big theories that I'm really not sure about. <laughs> yes. The point is when is it interesting and when is it not? <laughs> you say that because you saw my drawings on my website. It has nothing really to do with it. It's just I put them there because it actually... No, okay, there is a, a way. The thing is that um, as a kid, I was drawing a lot. I mean, I was really like into drawing, uh, painting, uh, uh, sculpturing, like a lot of things. Then it kind of went away, but it came It came back as another um, creative uh, practice, which is, which is choreography. Uh, because it's also a certain way to draw and to paint and to sculpt and everything to write. Um, but the year before I started to create Iclit, I was really, I mean, I was kind of a lot and often unemployed. And so I had a lot of time and I thought, okay, there are free, uh, free classes for unemployed people, uh, at the academy. So I'm going to go and I'm going to start to draw again because I didn't do that for a long time and I did and what happens in that class is that you have a naked woman posing and you draw her and of course it interested me because uh, the ideas of Iclit and all this thing of the female body and the female body see, seen as a desire object and blah, blah 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 was somehow in a very different context, of course, because we were in a class in the academy, but was somehow linked to all my questions somehow. And so I was drawing this woman or this girl for 
many days a year. They were naked and I found it was interesting. <laughs> and also I had been in the position of being a model not not so often but sometimes as a student job and uh yeah it was weird it really made me think about a lot of things and that's why probably i love these drawings because they are made while starting to think about all these subjects of the female body as an object as a muse as a as a property as a whatever uh when it's made with consent or not, when you are paid or not, when you are well paid or badly paid or all the, all of these things. And so I, sh yeah, I wanted to share them because they were totally, um, uh, connected to the process of Eichlitz, but more as a, as, as a first, uh, first source of first little domain of idea. I didn't really keep on working on them after that because when I started to have work, I stopped drawing. <laughs> I'm not drawing anymore. No, I, I think it as a choreography somehow um, because um, the, the persona of the singer is one that I love a lot and that follows me in my works, <clears throat> in my different works. Um, and there is definitely something very physical about being a singer when you perform or even just when you sing. I'm not a singer, so it's just uh, theories, but I guess they are true. Um, and, uh, and you can see when some singers... Um, habitate the stage better or less or more than others and um yeah somehow when i decided to also use my voice in my piece of course the question of the body uh, arrives and it just arrives in a very different way and in eichlitz it um the voice arrives because it needs to get out of the body as another way to express. Uh, and then it also uh, re-invites the body to take over. It's a bit of a cycle. And uh, in my other piece, which is called Before Summer, it's there. It's very present too. The singer is there again, but the scream is a super important element. And... It, uh, it, 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 uh, uh, yeah, it, it, I don't have the word in English, but it, uh, jair, it, it just come out of the, it's very simple word, but it just comes out of the body because it's the only way to keep the movement on, but then it makes me in a specific, uh, body state that makes me go on without the voice. Like it's a bit of a, of a cycle, but the, but the, the, yeah, the, the, the icon of the singer is there always. I love it. I don't know why, but maybe because sometimes I think that, um, if I really want all my, um, principles of life and of artists, if I want all these principles to gather and to give form or to make me in the right position, it should be 
in the position of a singer because somehow <laughs> I have the feeling sometimes that music and singing would be the best way for me to express and artistically and with words that are sometimes missing me as a dancer. Because for sure you need to abstract things very much and it can be sometimes then very distant for the people that are not super used to have the keys of contemporary dance. Um, and so, of course, sort the people out a bit. Like, you need to, you often need to have some knowledge in dance and contemporary dance if you really want to make sure to understand the message of the dancer, which is fine. It's like this with a lot of things. Like, you you can also enjoy art piece without to understand them and that's really fine and I, and I love it and that's also why I love dance because you don't have to understand you can also just feel but because my subjects are often um, yeah political or stuff like this I also sometimes miss to be a bit more understood and at the same time I have nothing I have no truth to share or <laughs> no explanation or no mode um, d'emploi, uh, no uh, notice to share. So it's probably not an accident that I'm a dancer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but sometimes I think like singing can be the best, you know, because then you have words, but people don't have to listen to the words and you can hear a good song and... Then if you are interested, you can go further and read the lyrics, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah, and we better feel free to to invent new things, otherwise we just... I mean, we always recycle, that's for sure. But let's be fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of course it's a, you find yourself at risk because you don't know how it's going to be received. But, um, I mean, I don't see myself as the most avant-garde uh, artist ever. I, I think I'm really far from that. But but um, in some landscape, yeah, it's it's kind of a fresh or new or it's a new way to to put things together and and it's joyful. But yeah, let's be let's be creative. Yeah. My biggest hope towards all that process. So, um, first of all, I always have to admit that I'm really, really, um, I care a lot and maybe too much about others' uh, judgment. <laughs> so I'm always very anxious about are people gonna like it or not? But at the same time, I'm not thinking about what people like when I'm creating. So it provokes big uh, anxiousness because I do what I want to do, but I'm really scared of what people are going to think about it. So <laughs> so always there, there's for sure a hope of, of I hope it's going to work for them. That's for sure. But at the same time, it, it doesn't uh, step on my on my on my personal uh, artistic uh, um, uh, exigence uh, on artistic uh, expectations let's say and and my my artistic process i just do whatever i want to do but 
I hope very, very, very much that it's going to work, which is, I think, a bit normal. But I think some people care less. And maybe the less I'm going to care, maybe the more new things are maybe going to arrive. But I'm not so brave. I'm, I'm a bit brave, but not so brave. Uh, so there's for sure this. And then... Um, and then also in this uh, anxiousness and hope that it's going to please, I also know that I wanted to please it more. I wanted to please more people than some others. Like somehow um, I know I make my show not only for some people, but I know that it's dedicated to some people more than to some others, because I already know that some people will receive it what I do a certain way, and some other people will receive it another way. Of course, I cannot predict anything, but it's general, general um, uh, supposition, uh, general... Uh, Oh shit, the word doesn't come back, but assumption somehow. I don't know if she can say that. Okay. Um, so, but actually, this, no, I say that, but maybe it's wrong because it's just that I know, okay, no, I reformulate. I know some people, some group of people will be more sensitive to what I do because we, because it's made for them somehow. For instance, for Eichlid, I think a lot about uh, a certain generation of girls and women. I know they're going to be very sensitive to what I do. Not all of them, of course, but the majority, because we are we know what we are talking about. And it doesn't mean that other groups of people cannot be sensitive at all. I hope they are. But um, maybe some... Uh, Maybe some men uh, are going to focus more on some some other things in a way that is not made for it, but that's always the risk. And then what can I do? Yeah, they will do that. They will feel that, but okay, that's it. That's the game. And I don't especially like it, but that's it. Okay, voila. Um, um, other hopes. Uh, I always hope that the the baby that's gonna come out after a process because I see it a lot uh, with this metaphor of uh, being pregnant and then the baby comes out um, I always hope that I'm gonna like this baby <laughs> because somehow it always happened to me that towards the end of a process I discover what the piece actually is even though I am creating it myself with all my team, of course, also, but even though we are creating it ourselves since the beginning, there is always a point of the process towards the end where the piece kind of arrives as it's going to be. That is always surprising. Like I'm often like, wow, so that's the piece we were creating it. We were create, we were creating somehow. So sorry. Uh, and it's, it's often a bit surprising. So. I always hope also uh, that I'm going to like it and that it's going to work for me. And um, voila. And then of course, but that's a bit uh, uh, hard to talk about, but of course I also hope that it's going to affect people and that it's going to make a little, little something in the world. 
Um, but it's a small brick. I think it's always very small, but I hope it can be a little brick to, to what we're trying to fabricate and imagine and build for, for, uh, for, uh, for change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, it's, uh, you know, it's also just, uh, um, whatever I can do with what I, with what I am able to do, I want to do it. So it also gives a bit more sense to my life somehow. But I hope not only my life, I hope life as a, as a, as a fiction and as a, as a fiction we want to feel good in somehow. So, yeah. Um, I'm at, I'm at work. That, that, that's for sure. That's the thing. I'm at work and I don't know what it does, but I'm at work and I'm trying. And, and of course it gives sense to our life to, to be at work hoping that it is in the good direction. So, yeah. I would just want to say that because we also have been talking about hope and now we're talking about work, so somehow uh, pose some act. I just wanted to repeat a Balkanic uh, say, which says, hope is the greatest whore. Whore. don't know how you pronounce that. Hope is the greatest whore. Voilà. <laughs> oh, it's not a consolation at all, and it's also no reassurance on the opposite, because it, it means that, okay, hoping it's great, it's very great, and we need it, and we have to take care a lot about hoas and hope. But we are a generation we cannot just hope we have to act or we have to put our hands in it because otherwise don't know <laughs> that's it I mean that's my interpretation of it but maybe I'm completely wrong <laughs> you're welcome thank you